Koinonia, Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. What day is this? Is this Wednesday already? Yeah, it, it, 2016 is marching on. Uh, speaking of marching, we are going to do that for life, Arizona for Life March and Rally on the 22nd. You heard me talking about it every day. I told you every day in January I will be talking about it in some regard. You need to make plans to be there 11 o'clock on Friday. I will uh, I, I will have the distinct honor of uh, speaking to you there from uh, the March launch point. We're going to talk uh, a, a lot about the march and rally today, but a few things to uh, discuss. First, have you uh, ensured that your pastor is registered for the Pastor's Appreciation Luncheon? Now, this is uh, something that we have done. This will be our 15th year here at Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ, and it's a day that we just kind of love on pastors. We uh, feed them a great lunch uh, we always have a great speaker. We have several hundred dollars in ministry resources, uh, material that we give to them. Plus, there's some great prizes. Uh, they can come and see other uh, ministry support uh, sponsors. Uh, this year, Pure Flix is uh, sponsoring this so that we can provide all of this for your pastor for free. Yeah, it's it's really free for your pastor to attend with their spouse as well. And uh, it is February 10th at 11 a.m. Make sure your pastor knows about it. You can go to faithtalk1360.com to uh, instruct him on how to get registered. And we would love to have your pastor at our event. Also, if you would like to nominate your pastor for a community leader uh, recognition from the radio station, all you have to do is uh, write me a small uh, missive to Tom at FaithTalk1360.com. Tom at FaithTalk1360.com. It doesn't have to be long. You know, I'm from Oklahoma. I can read short. I can read 140 characters, or if you want to make it, uh, you know, well, not 140 pages, but maybe 140 words, uh, I'll make sure and get to that. But I know you love your pastor. I would love to hear from you and love for you to nominate them for our award for community service. So many other things that we have going on. I want to remind everybody that we are taking a trip. Uh, we're calling it the Footsteps of the Apostles Tour. We're going to be literally going uh, the island of Patmos uh, that you are read about in Revelation or uh, how Paul traveled on his missionary journeys. Well, we're going to kind of take 10 days and do that route. Now, I don't think that Paul got a chance to be on a luxury cruise liner for three days in the middle of his ministry, but that's what we're going to do. Uh, We would love for you to join us, the Footsteps of the Apostles Tour, all the details for that at faithtalk1360.com. That's faithtalk1360.com. And if I can get uh, Bill's, you guys go ahead and put your headphones on while I'm doing this, and if I can get Bill's attention here. Who's in the studio there with Bill that's causing all the problems? Oh, that would be Seth Liebson that has always uh, made it a point that not to talk to the producer uh, while a show is going on because it's distracting. How many times has Seth, my good friend Seth, just gone nuts 
because I've stuck my head in and said something, Bill, right? And who's who's causing problems there? Now we run out of time. I don't get to talk to Benton, Mike. So, uh, uh, Seth, I, I, we're going to have to – there's got to be a reciprocation of some po- apologies are due from Seth, I believe. Anyway, you're listening to Koinonia. This is Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Conversation continues next. Some days just go along pokey, and you're like, oh, man, when is this day going to be done? And some days, like today, you're just running as fast as you possibly can, and you're uh, you're completely aware of the fact how important it is to have great camaraderie and great teamwork going on. And uh, that's one of the reasons I'm really excited about the Arizona for Life, Arizona Life Coalition March and Rally coming up on the 22nd because – well, they've got a great team. There's great people working together to make this happen. But you need to be a part of this, and uh, I, I'm going to give you plenty of ways that you can participate. But uh, Benta Clark is back with us. Welcome. Hi, Tom. And uh, you actually, you know, the first time you brought your husband, who's got some broadcasting because you were nervous, it was, which is bizarre because you're <laughs> awesome. Then you came in by yourself after that. But did did I did I erode your confidence because you know you had you brought another really big guy with you again i mean is there something going on that i'm that am i am i doing something to make you feel uncomfortable not at all i tend to surround myself with mighty men of god so all right it's a good way so that's why i've got my buddy here mike uh this isn't your first time in here is it is this the first in this time studio. in this studio? Yeah. Now you've yeah, been on the air, maybe via phone, maybe or not uh, even that. I have not been interviewed by you, Tom. This My is goodness, a, a pleasure. It, it seems like this is something we should have resolved a long time ago. But uh, uh, Mike Phelan, please give a little bit of your background and what God has you doing here in the valley. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Um, I am uh, married to Sharon, twenty years, uh, father of six children, five boys. So we don't get attached to our furniture; <laughs> we let it go. Um, and uh, I work at the Diocese of Phoenix in the Marriage and Respect Life Office and assist uh, assist our bishop with all that planning and education aspect. And we have, uh, for the past year, a little over, been working on the life issue, a concerted effort, so many great organizations in the Valley uh, that have worked independently. Sometimes a few of them will get together and work together. Uh, we've spent a year basically re- – Working after we decided we were going to work together, we're just now starting to figure out how to actually do that. Yes, we are. Yeah, it's it's really a beautiful development, a strat- strategic development, with very committed pro-lifers from all over the denominational uh, map and uh, from all different areas of life. And uh, one of the fruits of it is this Arizona for Life rally. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. How important was uh, Benta coming on board? Gigantic. Um, I was privileged to be uh, there for the interview 
And uh, when the interview finished, we had three good interviews. But when the interview finished, uh, there was just kind of silence. And uh, anybody have anything to say? One of the leaders <laughs> said, I said, no-brainer, isn't it? And uh, I think Bent is a gifted young leader, truly gifted young leader, who, um, who has such a passion for life. And uh, and she's part of the young millennial generation. I agree. Yeah. So needed. I, I'm excited. Uh, we have talked even in the meetings from uh, a year ago, November, about cause fatigue. And that's a real thing with our mm-hmm. generation that we have to discuss and be aware of. But, boy, Benta and uh, others like her are really helping. And, of course, the reason I did that without asking permission, because, you know, Benta would not have allowed me uh, to have done that. So see there? It's done. It's live radio. <laughs> Can't stop me. I'm all the way over here. Uh, Benta, just for those that haven't heard the last couple of times you've been on, give us a little of your background. Obviously, you started here in the Valley with uh, – we ha- don't we have to say that uh, Dave and Joanne Everett Absolutely. were really, really on the uh, the beginning of caring for women here in the Valley? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Tom, as we've talked a couple of times, I was raised here in a very pro-life atmosphere. My family was – um, very connected with what is now known as Choices Pregnancy Center. My parents were the first husband and wife team to go into high schools for Dave and Joanne Everett. And Joanne still lovingly refers to them as Ken and Barbie. <laughs> right. And um, so it's definitely a legacy and a heritage that I came from. I was a part of walks and marches in the early 80s and 90s here in the state of Arizona. And that impl- just really impressed on my heart this pro-life um, this love for the pro-life movement that never left me even into my college um, career, into my corporate career. Um, and so when I was uh, approached for the position here, I I was humbled and amazed and um, really just excited to get back on the ground in the pro-life movement. So sure. very exciting stuff. Okay. So it's, uh, it, what's the, today's the 13th of January, uh, it's beautiful outside. Mm-hmm. Let's see where you were just most recently living. What is it about four degrees, probably, or the state like? that shall not be named, Colorado? Um, <laughs> it's actually freezing. I get notices from my parents. You know, how is it with you? And I'm like, oh, it's only sixty. And they're like, oh, we only have six feet of snow. <laughs> and so, definitely loving. You know, I think this is God's land for sure, and um, loving Arizona climate. And I'm actually bringing that up specifically because of the re- uh, the March and rally that's coming up friday the 22nd there is no we don't have to battle you know sub-zero temperatures right. we don't have to battle snow drifts the worst thing we might have is a little drizzle and it might be 45 right right exactly well and and mike can tell you because he's got that heritage of going to the marches in dc that i don't think they've had one that's been above wow. you know they've had a few breakthrough years where it's sunny and and in the uh upper 30s instead of the 20s yeah yeah it's usually the worst day of the year so there is no environmental reason not to be out there okay let's kind of lay in the ground for that we sometimes forget here in the valley how awesome we have it this time of year in particular so let okay we've gotten rid of that excuse now here's another excuse that you may uh gosh it's a friday you know i work i can't you know it's not the whole day right it's not the whole day when when do you need people there? Well, I would typically ask for, I'm an early bird. My husband's kind of put this in my mind because I'm always late. And so <laughs> I would ask for people to start showing up um, around 1030, 
10 o'clock and then just know that, I mean, it's the beginning of the year. So you want to remove another excuse, put your Fitbit on mm-hmm. and let's get some steps in. There we go. And so um, 10, 1030 would be really safe. I believe everything kicks off at 1130, but we're going to have tables that are going to be very informational, T-shirts for sale. There are going to be street performers at the launch site. And so it's hey, going to be very exciting. you didn't tell me exciting. about that. Oh, you didn't tell me they're going to be street you're performing. You didn't I, you're performing. You're the one. See, you're that's what I thought. See, I thought that's you're probably where group. you were going. You don't. No, there's nobody wants to see that. So <laughs> I'm saying probably show up just about five minutes late. Um, <laughs> I, I am honored to be a part of this. But, Benji, you were mentioning being a part of the marches in the late, early, uh, late 80s, early 90s. Uh, I still remember very distinctly marching from Encanto Park uh, south and around to the Capitol, and there, there was around 15,000 people. Right. And you could see there were churches that had hundreds of people there, and they would put uh, – they would actually have a banner in front of their church. Uh, you know, it was just like the Fiesta Bowl Parade or mm-hmm. the, the Rose Bowl Parade or something. Man, that is where my heart is. We need to show up in numbers. We just started the year off in prayer on Monday with the the uh, at the state capitol and the legislature, it's important that people show up for issues that are important to us because everyone in politics, even if they're pro-life, that's not the only thing that they deal with. And right. if you don't, you know, put the uh, top of mind awareness on the life issue that we as voters coming into an election cycle care about this. We really need your attention. Well, how do we get their attention? You show up. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, it's part of it's part of the integrity that we're called to as people of faith, right? That we don't have this this uh, false distinction between the way I act in my private life and then how I display that publicly. We're Christians everywhere we go. And this is a great way to be a public Christian who's standing for life. Um, and those that presence really does mean something for elected officials. Um, it also means something for everybody there. It creates right. a memory right. that is uh, can't be taken away. Right. And those that are working uh, in crisis pregnancy centers each and every day, serving women in need, um, other counseling, other education areas, all these leaders that are there, that's going to be an incredible encouragement to them. Absolutely. We're hoping that the public will be even more educated and inspired to be involved in those organizations. That's really our goal and our objective doing this march and rally is not only to bring awareness, but really to promote these organizations that are doing such amazing work and and need help, need volunteers, need financial resources. This is not about promoting our name. It's really about promoting the, the organizations in the state that are working every day on the front lines. Well, I've uh, been really blessed to have been involved in the uh, uh, rallies and marches over the years. Some, uh, well, It seems like it goes in spurts. I'll be more involved for three or four years and then not. And, and, and back in, it, it kind of ebbs and flows. Uh, and I throw this out to both of you because it's, it's a real thing that we need to talk about. We need to get it out of the way. Well, you know, that's a Catholic thing. The, you know, it's the, all the Catholics seem to get out and do that, and it's just... It's just the Catholic people that do that. Mike, yes, the Catholic faith, especially here with Bishop Olmsted, has been incredible on this issue and this event as well. But what is your heart desire as, been, as being somebody from the diocese? Gosh, you would just love for us uh, Protestants to be out there, right? Love to have everybody out there. Yeah. Um, 
I, I would say that this event is a kind of a beautiful fruit of a large ecumenical strategy effort where, yeah. um, you know, there are Catholics involved, but there are many denominations involved, heavily yeah. involved. Uh, evangelicals particularly have been really excellent in, in put, helping put this strategy together that Benta is inheriting and moving forward with their organization. So um, it, this really is, it's all of us. Mm-hmm. And we'd like to get that message to everybody. Um, I am so honored to have been uh, put, you know, God put us together for this, yeah. um, you know, with my evangelical brothers and sisters and others as well. So I'm very excited to get everybody out there and I hope to meet, um, you know, everybody that can come um, as many as possible. I had lunch with uh, one of the evangelical leaders, a top 10 church here in the Valley, as far as attendance goes. And I mentioned, I said, we're, you know, the whole thing is the Catholics have been there kind of all along, but where are we? And he, and his immediate response was, and I loved it. He goes, at we can certainly agree on life, right? Yeah. You know, as if we've got to be able to come together yeah. on the life issue. It, we don't need to worry about who's got the better carpet or who's got the better windows. We can all agree on life and uh, we can celebrate it together. And that's what the Arizona for Life, Arizona Life Coalition March and Rally on the 22nd is all about. We're going to give you details on how you can get registered, find out more information, participate. And who's participating, all of that and more as we continue the discussion. This is Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. favorite pieces of music from Phil Keggy instrumental album one of his uh, few instrumental rock albums this is Quinnia you're listening to Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ I am Tom Brown Brenta Clark uh, Mike Phelan in studio with us we're talking about the Arizona Life Coalition March and Rally uh, Arizona for Life this is something uh, like I said the pastor at lunch Monday this is something we can agree on right everybody all of us can agree on this. Let's not worry about all the other stuff right now. Let's get together for life. I believe that uh, the devaluating of life mm-hmm. uh, from conception all the way to death, uh, every almost every ill that we have right now in our society can be tracked back to a devaluing of life. Because you devalue life, then you start to devalue property, then other people's property, and and you, you, you kill and murder, you know, the all these issues you can track back to a devaluing of the true gift of life as God, the creator, intended life for us. This time period that we have on this earth, we have an opportunity uh, to be a blessing to others. The Bible says we're called to commune one with another. What does that mean? Well, that means for us to commune one with another, to be friendly, to be, you know, on the same team. And we can all gather together for this life issue. Uh, you're going to hear me talk about it a lot, but let's get the details. Who's going to be at the uh, march and the rally? 
on the 22nd? Well, that's a great question, Tom. And just emphasizing what you were just talking about, this is really part of the core of who we are as this event is making sure that we are celebrating life. It's one of our tenets for why we're doing this is to make sure that we're putting um, a face of love and life on this event. And we are starting off with my dear friend, Tom Brown. Hey, I know that guy. Yep. We're, he was going to be tap dancing, apparently, is what I heard. Uh, okay. I said I could. Oh, yes. Okay, so you're talking about so yes. It was a metaphor of tap. <laughs> I'm a tap dancing, curveball hitting MC, meaning right. if I need to fill time or do whatever, I can handle that with a plum. Oh, and man, I thought that was real tap dancing. See, okay. I really need to. We interpreted refine, you literally. I, I, yeah, I need to watch that, don't I? So following you is going to be um, a dear friend of mine and of the diocese, Layla Miller. And Mike, do you want to talk a little bit Layla's, about that? Layla's uh, an extraordinarily gifted blogger and apologist um, who uh, her, her blog is called Little Catholic Bubble. But it's uh, the whole point is that it's this giant uh, – it's a bubble from the inside that's giant and the conversation welcomes everybody. And so she um, particularly engages in a beautiful and persuasive way on life on marriage and family and um, has regularly people that would fundamentally disagree stick with her and stay in dialogue. So she, and she's an excellent speaker. So she'll do a short address at the beginning on how we encounter those who disagree with us in in an effective way. Um, And then I'll be speaking briefly about the the logistics of the March and get everybody pumped up uh, for your little close before we actually start moving. Tom. So, and then, Tom, you are going to really be the uh, figurative shofar blower to get oh. everything going as far as um, getting everybody active and moving and excited. And, and we're going to march from there. Oh. <laughs> Is that an app on your phone? Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah! I have a shofar app on my phone. That is awesome. So That's maybe a, a literal shofar bar. <laughs> Absolutely. So, <laughs> so we are going to get the crowd excited and and start marching from there. And then once we arrive at Wesley Bolin Plaza, um, we are going to be greeted by live music from a really awesome band called the Three the More Three band. More Band. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Three More Band, a young group of. Um, Uh, Music performers, very gifted. Um, They're going to provide music both in English and Spanish. Our our event is going to have a very bilingual element to it, although only a few of our speakers will address the crowd in Spanish. We want to make all of our Spanish-speaking brothers and sisters feel welcome. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they'll be uh, doing that when we get there. So it'll be a high-energy arrival. Um, And uh, and then who's speaking after that, Ben? Well, and then I'm going to be introducing us. I know. I'm very excited about this. And um, And you're singing the national anthem? You know, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) We have some very exciting ladies coming in to sing the national anthem. Very excited about that. It's going to be very heart-gripping there. And then we are hoping for a video intro from a dear friend of ours. And that is going to remain a surprise Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as to who that is going to be. And then we have, I have the honor of um, also introducing um, a man who has just really uh, captivated my my heart and my allegiance, and that is Bishop Olmstead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bishop Olmstead will be giving a brief uh, um, prayer at the beginning for all of us, and um, 
just saying, you know, his updated heart on the life issue. Mm-hmm. And that is going to lead us into a lineup of dynamic speakers. So we we really wanted to focus on drawing attention and making sure we're going to have a ton of youth there. So that was one of our primary emphasis on who we chose. We are going to have Dr. William Shavira, who is a renowned OBGYN speaking um, from a male perspective as well as from a medical perspective. And we're very excited about that as well as Vanessa. Vanessa Tedesco, who is a part of Silent No More and is going to be speaking about a personal experience that she has with the abortion industry. And that is going to lead us to a very, very dear friend of mine, um, Elisa Medina, who is the executive director of um, Hands of Hope in Tucson. Mm. And she has just an incredible story to tell. And then that is going to be followed up with a very good friend named Tyler. Do you want to talk a little bit about Tyler? Yeah, Tyler is Elisa's son, and he came into the world in a very difficult circumstance, and I think it's going to be a powerful moment. He's 16 years of age, correct? Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and he's, going to, he's going to talk about that experience. I think it'll be powerful for all of us. Absolutely. And then our keynote speaker, Gianna Jessen, who's uh, probably well-known to the pro-life community listening Gianna has spoken uh, in front of Congress on several occasions internationally. Gianna is a survivor of a saline abortion procedure, um, and and she is a woman of joy and a woman of deep, mm-hmm. deep, articulate faith. Absolutely. And so uh, she's going to be a, a wonderful keynote to lead up to. Absolutely. And then we're going to close it out with, I can't think of honestly a more powerful couple than um, the people who are going to be closing us out. And that is Crystal and Pastor Warren Stewart Jr., who um, my introduction to them was through actually Phoenix Seminary Breakfast that I attended. Actually, Mike and I attended in October, October 23rd. And it was a profound event. And um, Pastor Warren got up and was speaking to all of us. We were all a little bit sleepy. It was a breakfast. And and after that, we were all, it was like revival in that place. And so he and his wife are going to be closing us out and doing really a call to the state on what we can do to be more pro-life. So we are very excited about that as well. Uh, Warren just uh, spoke at GCU. I think one of their, I don't know if it was a chapel or something, but it's just a couple of days ago. It's uh, some of the videos. And he had the entire campus of uh, GCU rocking. And Mm -hmm. I am so thankful, nothing against you, Mike, but I'm so thankful that I'm not following Warren. I'm following Mike uh, for my little little, – we're finishing the day with Warren because uh, he is going to bring in energy and excitement and enthusiasm. I am so excited by this lineup. Uh, because this is a lot of people from a lot of different areas uh, coming together on this common issue. Uh, it, and it's it, it, sometimes it's about education. Some people have plenty of education, but not the heart uh, for action. There's going to be plenty of heart for action uh, in these speakers that you're going to be uh, in front of as well. But you know what it's really going to come down to? All of us getting together. Mm-hmm. All of us getting together for this issue. I can't stress it enough. I've been there. I have seen the energy. If you go to a sporting event uh, where you have a bunch of people you don't know, but you're all rooting for the same uh, same team on the field, there's an energy there. This has the potential for the same type of event if you will join us. And don't just join us yourself. Bring people Make sure that you're not just coming by yourself with, you know, the the one person per car. Let's make it four and four and a half per car. Bring a van. Bring a bus. 
We want you all there. This is going to be really at a, an exciting opportunity. I think 2016 is really a launching year. I believe this on several different levels. You heard me talking about it uh, from the different prayer events that I've been attending over the last several years. Uh, we had uh, Mike and Matt in here on Monday talking about 2016 and the young people that are coming up. You know these, you know these teenagers through the uh, early 30s. Wow. This is exciting time, but we all, all generations, all uh, denominations, we need to come together for this issue for life. The Arizona Life Coalition March and Rally, it's January 22nd, uh, downtown Phoenix. If you need more information, you can go to azliferally.org, azliferally.org. Okay, so I'm sorry, got a little excited there. I know, kind of going off on a tangent, but... Uh, I, I truly am excited. I don't know. I haven't. I can't recall being this excited for this event, this time, this month, this January or whatever the rally date was going to be in a long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a renewed energy. It's uh, it's I it's I'm ecstatic. Who's working together on this? Absolutely, and I think it's this. I think part of the the vibrancy of it is the. Um, the merging of the old with the new. Mm -hmm. And so there is definitely a heritage in this state of very strong pro-life advocates. And there's also an up and coming generation that's kind of looking to say, okay, where do we fit in? How do we grow? And that is really what I'm hoping for to come out of this event is how empower them with the information, because really, truly, I believe our state could be on the map for being the most pro-life state in the country in the next year. Having been here since 1988 and involved with uh, pro-life issues and the Life Rally and the marches and uh, CPC's Walk for Life and a couple other different organizations' walks and runs, I mean, you're talking to a guy here, uh, the CPC of Greater Phoenix in 1989, they had a shortfall in the summer. I I did a walk. Now, this is not because I'm smart. It's just because I'm I'm committed and uh, don't always think things through. But I did a walk from uh, the CPC in Tucson there at Oro Valley to the CPC at the time in Chandler. So it was a three-day walk. It was about 93 Hmm. miles, I think Hmm. it was. And this is while I was doing mornings over at KRDS. So I was calling in. And this is before, you know, this little device here. Well, no, I had a brick (laughs) about the size of a cinder block as a phone. And there were still only certain spots on the road that I could call from. But this is important. This is something that we can all agree on and we can all participate in. We're going to continue the conversation when we return. This is... Quinnia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Arizona Life Coalition March and Rally, Arizona for Life. Our conversation continues today with Benta Clark and uh, Mike Phelan. And, you know, there's been there. I I mentioned it early on, but when we got together, uh, Mike, just a little over a year ago, a year and a few months, one of the things that came up in that two day conference was cause fatigue. You know, it's it's a real issue. It's a real thing. And because, you know, 43 years along here, 
and we don't necessarily feel like we've made any progress. Mm. Uh, we are making progress yes. in yeah. areas, especially here in the state of Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have organizations like Center for Arizona Policy and Alliance Defending Freedom, and I could just go on and on and on, mm-hmm. some incredible organizations that are working you know, in the legislative and political uh, arenas that are, are creating. But, you know, it really comes down to the heart of you and me. That's where this really has. And, and, you know, you open up the news browser, it can get a little depressing. I mean, it can. Yeah. I mean, especially when we see, uh, you know, assisted suicide passed in California and those yeah. kind of um, issues. But I, th- I think um, a friend of mine, Nick Nickus, who's uh, uh, with Bioethics Defense Fund, puts it in a historical perspective that I think is very, very helpful. Um, it was over 400 years from the time the first slave was brought to the United States mm. to the Emancipation Proclamation of Abraham Lincoln. Um, it could have felt a, long t- a lot during that time like nothing was ever going to change. Yeah. And then it was another 100 years after Abraham Lincoln um, freed uh, the African-American people from slavery that it, it achieved full effect in the Civil Rights Act in 1963. And so all along the way, we could have quit there, right? Um, hopefully, we would have been on the right side of that one. We're on the right side of this one. Yeah. And, and not only are we on the right side of this one, but the, the culture of death that's been constructed um, by Planned Parenthood and others has no future, <laughs> right? I mean, if, if you're about people being killed, you really aren't building a future. Mm-hmm. You're just destroying something. We're about building something. And we got to be patient. We have to be deeply committed. And we have to have deep memories of the successes that we've had, right? So... I mean, we were the 2012 National Pro-Life State of the Year, right? That was a um, a lot of good things have been happening the last four years. We'd like to build on that momentum, and I would just encourage everybody listening to um, to consider bringing your children to this. We are this is going to be a family-friendly event, and it's as Benta mentioned in her own life story. When children march for something, when they're present for something, and they they have to be part of it with their families, it creates a memory that's indelible. Yeah, that really can't be removed, and and a reason for this rally is to build memory mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. You know, let's work together. Um, yeah. So. And as excited as I am for this event and uh, as many people and diverse groups that haven't necessarily worked together uh, recently are working together now, hand in hand, arm in arm, this isn't going to be perfect on Friday the 22nd, is it? No, it's not. It's not. I Every mean, you and I both want it yep. to be. Yes, I mean, You course. know, we want it to be exactly <laughs> awesome in every regard. So can you come with a heart of grace? Can you come with anticipation, not come with the attitude of, well, let me see how this is going to go? Right. You know, I, uh, I don't want to say don't come, but, uh, you know, come with a heart of grace. Right. Absolutely. And and that's what we're asking for here is anytime you involve people, there's little imperfections. But ultimately, we are we are hopeful and we believe that God is going to show up in a mighty way. Mm-hmm. And that's really what this comes down to is that, like Mike said, that not only the current generation that might be feeling that fatigue, but also this next generation that doesn't really know what they stand for, that this will be that moment that catalysts them into activism, mm-hmm. that they will be um, pro-life and life-affirming in all of their decisions and all of their conversations. And and that is what this event will um, just really imprint on people's minds. Josiah Friedman is going to join me tomorrow with uh, some members of his team at Voices for the Voiceless. 
Uh, he's an example of a young man that started as a teenager and felt that this was an important issue. And he's rallied his peers, yeah. other teens. Yeah. I can't imagine trying to convince other teenagers. I, what was I doing when I was 15? Yeah. Well, I wasn't uh, getting people together uh, to eradicate abortion in America. I can mm-hmm. tell you that's the kind of people that are coming up uh, with this next generation. And uh, you know, tomorrow's show is going to be great as well. But, you know, that's what we have. Yeah. We need to get together and show all generations yeah. that we're still all in this fight. We're Absolutely. all in this battle. And it doesn't have to be, a, 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 you know, I use the, the, the word battle and fight and all that. that it's not really what I mean. We're, we're in this love together. Right. Yeah. That's right. what it's really about. Yeah. Loving life, uh, you know, top to bottom, as God uh, did. He knew you before you were knit together in the womb. Mm-hmm. He knew you before you existed. Mm-hmm. That we can love from existence on forward, right? That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, amen. I think I think uh, young people just need to be told the truth, told the facts, and led, um, and to be reminded that just what you said beautifully, Tom, that um, you are made in the image of a God who's a trinitarian, who's a trinity of persons, yeah. right. a life exploding, loving God. That's the image you're made in, and and some people in this nation now are not given the ability to participate in that at all. Because they are um, they are removed from their mother's womb, mm-hmm. we're confused. We're in the clouds with this. Um, it's a great moment for us to step forward and, and show young people that absolutely this matters. Right. Uh, another area that um, uh, we have a, a great program on. Insung Kim does a, a program uh, on the radio station here, and her heart is for uh, women and men that have experienced abortion in their life because. You know, right. that's, a, that's a segment, a large segment. Think about it, you know, uh, 53 million abortions. That's a lot of women that, and men that have been affected right. uh, by this issue. And, and having heart, this is not, uh, this is not a, a condemnation event. No. Uh, this is a celebration of new life. No, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I can tell every person who attends this event is you will feel a spirit of grace. This is going to be a time in in our history where we embrace people who are hurting, and that's what we're here to be. Brennan Manning says that Brennan Manning, sorry, says that we are to be a hospital for sinners, not a museum for saints. Yeah. And ultimately, that's what the pro life movement is going to move towards: is this idea that we are here for the hurting, and we have some amazing organizations. Um, I mentioned Silent No More. We're going to have Rachel's Vineyard. We are going to have people who advocate for healing for people who have gone through abortions, there will be, um, as long as I have the mic, there will be no condemnation for people who have struggled with the issue of abortion in their lives. Arizona is a portent, an important state in this entire uh, issue as well. Obviously, most people know uh, the significance of Tucson and the beginning of Planned Parenthood. Uh, but as I mentioned, just kind of briefly, Nick Nickus was one of the organizations Nick's been on. He's been in this studio, but Uh, like 12 years ago. Uh, So that says how long he's been at it. With Center for Arizona Policy, we have one of the best family policy organizations in the country, kind of like the model. We have uh, Bishop Olmstead, one of the the strongest pro-life bishops in the country. 
we have Alliance Defending Freedom. We have all these great organizations. We have organizations at ASU, at NAU, and uh, U of A in high schools, uh, Arizona Right to Life. There are just organization after organization. This state of Arizona is important in the life battle, in the life-loving uh, battle. And uh, I want you to be a part of it. I want you to join us. We're going to build, this is going to be the starting point this year. I'm excited uh, about the future. I'm very excited about January 22nd. I'm even more excited about where we can go as a community. The name of the programs, Koinonia, what is that? That's the early churches, the apostles, they talked about Koinonia. It's how they fellowship together. It's how they work together for the furthering of the gospel. And what could be more um, uh, important than life itself and the valuing thereof. So it's going to be an event that you need to be a part of. Uh, Benton, for those that say, Tom, I just can't do it. I can't make it, but I still want to support you guys. What can people do? Where do they, they can go to uh, azliferally.org uh, to sign up uh, so they can get information. But what are some other things that people can do? Oh, wow, Tom, that's a great question. I mean, we are definitely um, we are definitely donor-sponsored for this event. So if you cannot attend but you have a heart for this issue, um, you can cert- we will accept donations to help us continue keeping this event complimentary for everyone who attends. Um, we do have volunteer opportunities that would be incredible for people to show up with. Um, and then really just getting the word out from your church. So you can't go on the actual day, but you are going to church this Sunday, which mm-hmm. is Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. And also, consequently, the day before Martin Luther King Day. Right. And so that is, I think, a very historical um, symbol of, of where we are right now with both of these movements. So um, I would say go ahead and, and if you can, we don't want to, we're not going to be asking for finances at this event. This is not that kind of thing, um, not a pass the plate. But if you have a heart for it, please do um, get in touch with the Arizona Life Coalition to donate or volunteer time or get the word out into your church. That's the biggest thing that we could ask for. Mike, we've got just a couple of minutes here. Uh, you're uh, an admonition from you for people to, to be to be there on Friday the 22nd. Yeah, I think anyone who's been to the large marches uh, in Washington, D.C. and now San Francisco, which keeps doubling better, yeah. pretty close every year. Uh, now Los Angeles has built one. Anyone who's been to one of those large events knows that it's an unforgettable experience, right? How many experiences that can we say are unforgettable? Mm-hmm. A handful. Um, you will be experiencing something that's unforgettable among uh, people that are people of love and people of life. And you will be able to say uh, to your grandchildren someday, no matter if you already have grandchildren or not, um, you know, when children were not being heard and when women were being um, not treated well by the abortion industry, I stood up. I was there. Mm-hmm. Here's the pictures. Yeah, that, <laughs> and there's Tom and, Brown. Well, up there's him seeing like in there. That was the letdown, but it got better from there. <laughs> uh, we really do want you to be there. Obviously, I'm going to continue talking about this. January 22nd, downtown Phoenix, the Arizona Life Coalition March and Rally. AZLifeRally.org is where you need to go to get information. It's a nice little video that you put up there the other day. There's a countdown from how long it's going to be, uh, so you can really, really get into this. 
uh, elbow deep, and we'd love to have you there. Uh, Benta, Mike, thank you so much. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. You're listening to Koinonia. This is Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ.